Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Straight Talk for the Soul series, your vibrational, multidimensional vitamin for the body, mind, and spirit. I'm Carrie Murphy, your host, creator, and founder of this global broadcast and brilliant community of light. I want to extend a bright and a beautiful good morning, good afternoon, and good evening uh, to all of you tuning in from around the world. We're celebrating season 27, and today I want you to help me welcome my beautiful friend and co-creative partner, uh, Michaela Sheldon. We are going to talk about the soul's journey, a love story with the universe. So welcome home, luminous light leaders, love activators consciousness conductors, humble hearts, and starlight messengers to this grand cosmic homecoming. Uh, the way I see it, it's a homecoming of you with the totality of you. And know that this is a very um, sacred space, a safe haven, a soulful sanctuary for connection, renewal, restoration, rejuvenation. Uh, this is a unity community. It's designed to empower you and liberate you as you come into communion with your divine essence. So let's join together hand in hand and heart to heart today and explore new frontiers of consciousness, awareness, soul remembrance and connection. Uh, I do want to take a moment to ask my favorite question, and that is, what is the best that could happen today with Michaela and myself and with all of you? Well, let's intend to see, hear, communicate, and perceive clearly as we open our hearts and really listen in from a purely receptive state so we can take in the activating information messages and the healing energy that will awaken, ignite, inspire, and liberate us in new ways. I invite you to set a clear personal intention for what you wish to gain or experience or feel. Uh, my personal intention, as always, is to be a clear, pristine communicator, an instrument of the divine, and selfless service to support the greatest openings into healing and expansion and joy and empowerment for all of us. And also for soulfully soothing, harmonizing energy to flow through my voice and this sacred energetic space with grace and ease, welcoming and inviting in the highest divine support and participation throughout our time together. Uh, now I just encourage you to sit back, relax, breathe, open, and receive. Let me tell you about Michaela and what we're going to talk about, and we'll dive in. Uh, during a struggle to overcome chronic pain, Michaela awakened to her intuitive gifts, launching a journey to better understand her connection to spirit and the universe. After meeting a very special guide named Jacob, she was led down a synchronistic path of physical, emotional, and spiritual healing, leaving behind her mainstream life to uncover a mission that she has brought to this planet in many incarnations. Through her connection to Jacob and many others, Michaela completely healed her pain and she stepped solidly onto her soul's path as a trans channel. She now shares teachings with international audiences through live events, radio and TV interviews, live courses, writings, and private sessions. She understands that her purpose in this life is to usher light workers, like all of you, uh, through a very turbulent and significant dimensional shift on the earth. And to accomplish this, she has access to a variety of guides, ascended masters, teachers, philosophers, interdimensional beings, and collectives, and she channels detailed information about our history, creation, structure, ascension, and transition to fifth dimensional consciousness. Uh, she's able to relay meticulous information about the soul's path and purpose. And today we're going to talk about the soul's journey, a love story with the universe. Um, 
as Michaela has shared, when a soul sets off on a journey anywhere in the cosmos, it is filled with excitement and anticipation of its impending experience. Existing as love in a state of oneness, it already understands the profound impact that this decision has made on all universal beings. And through the grace of its first inhale and exhale, a soul actually empties the record within an eternal vessel to make space for the memory of what it will create here on earth and so this requires letting go of the relationship to what it was before and sitting in active contemplation of what might become beyond any historic account of its previous incarnations elsewhere so this process of forgetting it really causes us a lot of pain it causes pain for the physical souls today as they ponder why they must suffer through an entire lifetime just to remember so this way of looking at a soul's journey it negates the reason for incarnating at all and it actually lowers the frequency through which this um, meticulously drawn plan comes to life so as Michaela shares, and we're going to get into, your goal on earth is not to accomplish anything. You're here to consciously engage with the physical plane, leaving behind an energetic imprint of love as you um, direct your precious life force into a new living legacy. So stay with us today as Michaela and the guides explore the legacy that your soul is creating right now and help you remember your reason for incarnating at this time on our beautiful planet. So I always always love my time with Michaela, so let's go ahead and get started. Please join me in extending waves and waves of love, light, and joy to Michaela as I welcome her back. Uh, hi, beautiful. Oh, thank you, Carrie. I love being here as well. It's been such a long time. And with your community. You, know, you just feel, feel the energy and the love and, yeah. Oh, it's so special, so special mm -hmm. to have you here. We were talking about how long it's been, I mean, since you started. I mean, we were talking about season 27. I think, you know, yeah. it, we were talking about kind of coming full circle. I mean, you started um, publicly channeling, I think it was around the time I started this show. So you've been on mm -hmm. here many, many, many times. Um Let's start there, you know, about your journey. You know, I, I read a bit about your journey moving from mainstream life with your, your healing journey. Um, and mm -hmm. then all this time, this what's happened? What's taken place in a nutshell for you? Wow. You know, when I first emerged with this channeling gift, I, I had that really prominent healing story. And it's still such a, a revered and cherished part of, of my journey because it was that awakening to new possibility. And, and to be honest, my life, it just completely changed. So uh, I went from, yeah, being this stay-at-home mom in a very conventional setting and, and, and marriage to stepping onto this path of being a channel, which was something I knew nothing about, <laughs> was not in this world whatsoever. But, you know, um, I think we get these awakenings so uh, messed up in our minds. <laughs> and I, too, have learned so much about what awakening truly is. It, it is not one thing. It's an eternal process of self-knowing. And mm -hmm. from that, you know, point of origins and walking this path, I've become someone new over and over again through more challenges and, and life mm -hmm. struggles and, you know, situations that we don't particularly want to go through, but then we look back and see the blessings of. And and so I guess I've, I've really um, 
gained a deeper appreciation for the work and how it's changed my entire life and me and me personally mm -hmm. from the inside out. Yeah. And that's where I stand today is just this review of going back to the beginning as we were talking about. Mm -hmm. um, I think it's fun to look back and and acknowledge and, and stand in in total awe of, of how much change has actually happened, which we don't yeah. often do, right? Mm -hmm. <laughs> we don't often do that. Right. With such humility, I find that, you know, with this continual process of renewal, revelation, you know, mm -hmm. there's such humility that is gained with this awakening process because, as you mentioned, it's eternal. It's never ending. And so mm -hmm. there are all these stages of just renewal revelation mm -hmm. it's like oh okay <laughs> yeah. um and you continually bring forth new information i mean with all that you do and you know today our our topic you know the, the meaning of a soul's journey um and i want us to talk about as you want to share you know as it is witnessed by the oversoul um mm -hmm. I mean, that's that's a big concept there, you know, the meaning of our journey <laughs> as yeah. it's seen and witnessed by the oversoul. Let's start there because um, yeah. we have so much to get into. What can you – let's start there. What can you share? So so let's talk about what the oversoul is first. Mm -hmm. and, and there's a higher aspect of us that knows everything we wanted to experience when we got here. And we're not the ones who are meant to know that because if we did, we would not have this journey of excitement and all of these, you know, really cool accomplishments to look back on. But we tend to really criticize our path. And, and sometimes we see it as a very karmic-laden burden, you know, that we've come to somehow uh, walk through and evolve through. And, and while we certainly are here addressing karma and, and having to uh, evolve, our oversoul is cherishing every step that we've ever taken. You know, our decision to come here as a soul, to, to take a, a part of that huge oversoul and to, to ground it here in a physical body, it alone fills contracts. Mm -hmm. So, so our first breath here, with the guys say our very first breath here, fulfilled millions of contracts to support the earth and, and change its frequency before we even did anything, you know, mm -hmm. and we make it so hard. So the guys talk about the oversoul almost being like this loving parent where the child can do no wrong. There's only love and appreciation for every mistake and, and every win and every loss because what the oversoul sees is nothing but progress. And, and if we talk a lot about heaven on earth and, you know, how do we accomplish this heaven on earth and, and make it so complex. But, but if we take that perspective of the oversoul and, and we attempt to somehow integrate it on our personal journey and become that loving voice and, and that constant affirmation that mm -hmm. everything's going to be okay and we're doing the best <laughs> that we can't. The I praiser, mean, yes. Yeah, I mean, mm -hmm. imagine the grace and ease through which we yeah. would go through very difficult times because that part of us is is really in 
deep observation and reverence of our decision to even come, let alone anything that we quote unquote accomplish. So, so perhaps our soul's journey isn't about so much accomplishing things as it is having these experiences to become something new through them. And it, and it is that newness that the oversoul is, is constantly affirming. Yeah. Yeah, it's all about becoming more and more conscious about the evolutionary journey. And I find, as I know you do, this deepened sense of self-compassion and compassion for others Mm -hmm. and a heightened uh, state of praise for ourselves and others rather than criticism, because that's, you know, being raised in in these societies on our planet there's so much judgment and criticism and part of the evolutionary journey is is dissolving that as much as possible um you know Absolutely. to to feel more compassion and um yeah there and then you said something about you know we we often feel this burden you know, about karma. Mm-hmm. But I love what you're sharing is if we can take on the perspective of the oversoul that sees nothing but progress. It does, we can move through these things a little more easily breezily. I've been using that phrase a lot lately. <laughs> easy breezy. Let's just go through this easy breezy. Um, but uh, yeah, what what else can you share? Let's move on from that, yeah. from the oversoul, and then talk about how karma and Karma elsewhere really um, is also affecting this lifetime and how we can actually put that info to um, mm-hmm. beneficial use here. So so first I want to comment on the inner voice because mm-hmm. of all spiritual practices that the guys have ever taught, they always refer to that as being the most powerful. If we are If we are able to silence ourselves enough to hear everything that we're saying to ourselves throughout the day, it's first going to throw us into a tizzy because we'll be so uh, <laughs> right, shocked at, at truly how mean we are uh, to ourselves on a daily basis, but that all of that is being reflected in the world. So so this separation and, and all of the trauma that's going on, it's truly stemming from within. So that is the best practice. And the relationship between the soul and the oversoul, it, it helps us to remember that we're here having an experience, but we can also be the observer of that experience. And that's another very simple but profound teaching where we can feel however we feel about whatever we're going through, but to step outside of ourselves and examine the feeling mm-hmm. and what it, what it truly means and, and how it's impacting us it can really shift us in very subtle ways to become more immediately and consciously aware of what we call lessons, which is just more information. So so we think we're going <laughs> through these karmic periods to learn lessons, but the guides mm-hmm. say the information is always within us. And, and what, what these circumstances in the outer world are doing is they're helping us to realize the wisdom within so, so having that duality within ourselves or that conversation within ourselves, it, it is extremely important. But mm-hmm. another teaching that came through uh, about karma is it isn't always necessarily something negative. So, so we think we've lived all these past lives and we did all these horrible things and now we come here and we have to pay the piper for, you know, the, the discretions of our past. Uh, when in fact, it isn't all negative stuff. So so if we've 
struggled with an addiction somewhere uh, in our in our soul's journey. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've come across the solutions for yeah. that addiction. We've learned a lot about it. So on our quest to heal ourselves from anything, it isn't necessarily the healing and the ridding of the karma that's mm-hmm. most important. It's about everything that we do, every step that we take, that opens our mind to new possibilities. So, so sometimes we contract yeah. a disease and we think, why me? Well, I, I, what did I do to deserve this? It must be a past life. Mm-hmm. And the guides are, are wanting to remind us that we're here and now in, in this moment, in a new timeline, with new opportunities. We're here to create new things. We're here to have new experience mm-hmm. because all of these things are part of the human condition. So we, we tend to take it so personally, and we should because, you know, we're here, we're human, we're, we're going to take things personally. But, but when we're dealing with um, um, a, hmm. a cycle of disease, for example, right. and we step outside of ourselves and we realize that there are a million other people in pain, we hmm. can do things in our life that support that through this incredible vibrational wave that we send out that's based on how we relate to ourselves in pain. Uh, I love how Mary always puts it, Mary Magdalene, who I work with quite often. Um, she always says, when we're in pain, when we're in discomfort, when we're in fear, love the one who is in pain. Love the one who is in fear. Because mm-hmm. yeah. it, it really softens us, and that's what we need. We need to soften, soften around these experiences enough to allow them to lead us through the things that we're meant to experience, which, which are really um, some of the things that we use to serve uh, mm-hmm. on a much wider scale. And we were talking a little bit before we got on the call about our personal journeys and experiences. Mm-hmm. And um, pain has humbled me to the deepest level. It, it has shattered every bit of ego that I didn't realize I had. And mm-hmm. it has helped me to relate in compassion to yeah. people that I work with across the globe. So I think if I hadn't had that experience, mm-hmm. I couldn't be the person that I am in the world today. So these oh, are the absolutely. Of, right, that we need. <laughs> yes. Wow. Well, so many so many gems that you just shared there, but, you know, I think it's significant to highlight that karma is is not just this negative, you know, payback for all the horrible things we've done, but the gained wisdom, uh, the gifts, the treasures, the solutions that we can access now and bring forth. And um, another thing you said that was really important was that lessons are not lessons. Lessons are just information. And that was beautiful, too. And lastly, one thing I noted, um, you know, when my mom just passed two and a half weeks ago and, mm-hmm. you know, she was sick for 12 years, Michaela. So it was a long, hard, painful journey with her health, which, of course, is a long, hard journey for your loved ones and your children. Yeah. And I remember like a week or two, you know, in the hospital before she passed and she just looked at me and cried and she said, what did I do wrong? What did I do wrong to deserve this? Because she was only 70 years old. 
And I remember telling you, you didn't do anything wrong. You, she was the most loving, kind hearted soul. And I think like yourself, having to go through so much physical pain, it softens you. It, it cultivates your sense of compassion. And so she was, she taught us that. And so what a gift, you know, to be able to look at things from that perspective and, yeah, it's 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 really humbling, you know, what pain can do with regard to um the expansiveness of compassion <laughs> and to to bring that forth, you know. So yeah, thank you yeah, for I wanna for highlighting ask that. about I think mm-hmm. that that's an excellent point because we have to introduce the concept of, of destiny versus free will here. Mm-hmm. And and I think that's what we all struggle with is was I meant to have this disease and was I meant to suffer until the very end? And and what the guides say is it's a little bit of both. So so we carve out this vibrational wave that runs through the human condition, meaning timelines are going to repeat, things that have happened before we're going to take on. And it isn't that we're meant to necessarily heal them. It's how we become through the experience that yeah. is the greatest offering. Mm-hmm. Yet, in the, one of these transmissions, um, Mary, again, gently, gently put it to us uh, this way. Um, there are some who take on a disease that aren't truly meant to heal it at all because they have contracts with loved ones, mm-hmm. you know, parents, <laughs> siblings, who yeah. have a very important purpose in observing that path and being a part of it. So we exactly. never know. There could be advanced children who come to the planet who are meant to understand what cancer is or what pain is because they have no reference point for the gifts and abilities that they're going to come into later in life that are going to change that for many, many people. So sometimes we are a teacher of others through the experience that we're struggling through ourselves, which is our just contribution, actually. And, yes. and it's just that reminder, it, mm-hmm. it's like a, a key code that awakens us to move through it differently, right? Because, again, when we're focused on the self and we forget about the unification of all of those that we come to serve, um, we tend to get really stuck in our own mm-hmm. process. Where this right. level of surrender is available mm-hmm. to us to believe it's something far greater than what we could even imagine. And it is, mm-hmm. it is. Because by the time we get to the other side and we see all of the things that we've touched through that experience, regardless yeah. of how we've walked it, we we are so in, again, wonder and appreciation. That's why we reincarnate. Mm-hmm. You know, um, mm-hmm. people believe, well, we come back to Earth, it's like a prison planet, we're, we're going to suffer again. But the guys say, no, we choose this out of sheer love mm-hmm. and, and even sometimes the missed moment. So so what we're attempting to do in the process of disease or karma or whatever we, we're challenged with is, is walk through it consciously but also be very aware of how we feel because that feeling and all of those thoughts, they, they contribute to an imprint. Mm-hmm. We're imprinting every timeline with, you know, an equation, let's say, of dimension and density and vibration. And so it's not to say, and, you know, I really want to 
caveat this because I know there are people on the call who are probably struggling, and I've been there, so mm -hmm. I understand. And that's the last thing you want to hear is you're in pain and you have to raise your vibration. That's not what the guys are talking about. <laughs> it's really about those subtle questions about, you know, what is possible and, and, and what can I do as opposed right. to what I cannot do. Yes. You know, what's available to me in this scenario versus what is it holding me back from. Mm -hmm. Right. Well, yeah, how can I respond to this in a way that will benefit myself and everyone involved? And, right. you know, I love what you shared about, you know, these soul contracts that we don't often remember while we're here, you know, and specifically, you know, you think of someone like my mom who didn't understand why. And what you said is so important that all of these soul contracts are impacting and, and they, they hold a very strong soul contribution to others, because, yeah. you know, when we watch people go through that, it cultivates, you know, so much within us. You know, I learned so much about surrender, um, neutrality, um, kindness, you know, that I was able to, as as much as it hurt watching, you know, someone go through that for that long, you mm -hmm. bring that forth into your own this unity community, you know, into my, yes. my work, my family. And so all of our lives and contracts are so interwoven and it's, it's really fascinating to look at it from that perspective. Absolutely. You know, another theme that's, that's embedded in what you're speaking about here, I think is control, which is a very um, masculine aspect of, of, of who we are that's been out of balance for a very long time. So so we're we're playing out these stories in order to come back into balance with the masculine and feminine and to realize that our power isn't always in the doing. Our our power is in the being. Mm -hmm. So, you know, we've been groomed to kind of suppress these feminine aspects of our bodies, of our energy fields, even our emotions. Mm -hmm. Which is like, uh, you know, I think another important part of this is we suppress the emotion and if if a spectrum of emotional expression has somehow been limited or we can't reach a certain plane of vulnerability, we're going to forever spiral in those karmic timelines because the body is a barometer to all of that energy. Mm -hmm. So so we're becoming more compassionate, but we're also becoming real, right, with who we are and what's happened in the past and, and what we right. want for ourselves. And, and that isn't always easy. It, it, you know, with developing this sense of emotional intelligence. And mm -hmm. and it's really a bandwidth to dig deep into the despair, but also expound upon all the joys, like for us to have this huge um, uh, capacity to yeah. experience it all, you know, the love, the loss, uh, all of it, because that's why we came. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, I mean, the, the deeper the, the waves of despair, the, the greater and the more heightened the experiences of joy, you know, on the flip side of that. And, you know, for, for those who are currently experiencing pain, whether it's physical, emotional, spiritual, Michaela, you know, for you having personally gone through, you know, the physical, um, uh, suffering really. I mean, how did you um, cultivate compassion with yourself with regard to, you know, getting down about it or feeling all those emotions? Did you just let yourself feel it when it would arise or how did you handle that? 
you know, what I, what I've, I've changed my mind about this a lot um, over the years because of the teachings of the guides. And I think it is important to release and to feel that despair. Mm-hmm. Because Agreed. when we're always pushing it down and we're attempting to force our body to be something other than it's ready to be, we're really not in touch with our ourselves, our spirit, our, our soul. But the guys often say that our health is a reflection of the level of trust that we have within ourselves. And mm-hmm. it's easy when you're on these health, you know, journeys of, you know, crises to to begin to doubt not only yourself but the world around you because you feel as if it's failing you. And and regaining that trust really takes a, a, a very, um, let's say, well, it takes simplifying, uh, in other words. We really have to simplify the process. And the self-talk is a huge part of that, but sometimes we have to fake it until we make it. We have to hear ourselves say that, we don't have any faith and allow ourselves to be there for a little while and say, that's okay. But for the next hour, we're not going to have faith. But maybe two hours, three hours from now, we can change our mind about that. It's just, you can mm-hmm. see the difference, right? It's just, mm-hmm. there's a softness that has to be cultivated within the experience because pain, disease, loss, betrayal, these are very harsh experiences to have yeah and so our our goal is to Mm -hmm. to try to soften them in the best way possible and for me that's feeling letting myself giving myself permission to feel what I feel when I feel it but then also being that loving over soul and saying you know you're doing the best you can you're doing the best you can well also it's a wave. I mean, that's the way I've gotten through, you know, some of the, the moments of grief. I'm like, okay, I'm going to, as you shared, give give myself permission to just feel this way. You know, I know it's a wave. It will pass, you know, and, and then, and, but I love what you're saying. It's cultivating softness through harshness and mm-hmm. it can be harsh. Loss is harsh. Pain is harsh, all of that, but cultivating softness with ourselves and, you know, for me at times recently, it was just like, I know I feel this way right now, but tomorrow is going to be different. I know that. Right. Be- um, mm-hmm. I know that. <laughs> so I am, I am going to get to the other side. Yes. I always, I always do. These periods yes. come and go, uh, you know, uh-huh. everything changes. And the way Mary says it is we get into the mystery of the unknown. Mm-hmm. And that's something that we have to accept that we do right. not know what the future holds. And, and so, we talked about a little bit about a divine plan and free will and Mm -hmm. what the guys have taught me is that our divine plan can manifest in many different dimensions and vibrations so so we can have chronic disease and we can suffer through it and it can be awful and it can take our life away uh, or we can raise the potential up to say that disease exists but there is still a life there that I love, right? So these are this is what we're trying to do is to incrementally raise up the experience without negating its presence. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. and I think mm-hmm. we've learned that, you know, at least in this timeline, I think we've been trained in ignoring the things that we don't like. And, and even in spiritual circles, we've been taught this, that we have to not pay attention to the things that are going wrong so that we can manifest more things that are going right. Yet I 
I take issue with that only because I believe that the the more conscious we we become, the more dichotomy of, mm-hmm. of contrast we're going to see. We're going to see oh, more yeah. darkness, just like we're going to see more light. And that's very important because what we're striving for is more options. But it's how we see the darkness and through what perception we view it, it it's giving us an opportunity to navigate our lives to the solutions or, or to the things that we desire. So so truly, the more darkness that we see and the, and the more that we feel, the more avenues that we open up mm-hmm. to express our lives in these higher octaves or these oh, higher Oh, I agree. Yeah. I agree. Yeah, no mm-hmm. denial of anything. Um, yeah. <laughs> because it kind of keeps you in a, in a very limited um, framework uh, for uh, manifesting and creating and experiencing because you have mm-hmm. to you have to widen broaden on, on all levels and layers the experiences you know to continue to expand and evolve and um and again that's it just leads us back to that compassion again that softness because how can you have that if you don't experience all of those things and then you and then you can look at another human being with such love in your heart, you know, for what they may be going through. And, um, you know, I think that's probably the greatest gift we can give one another. So um, it's why we're here. Yeah. <laughs> it's truly why we're here. Yeah. And, you know, I think we have to keep in mind the more cosmic considerations too, Carrie, because we're learning how to become multidimensional beings on a physical planet, which is not easy. So, so we are used to all of these if-then conditional statements. Uh, if I do this, then this will happen. If this is here, then I cannot do this. And that's not the truth or the reality of, of who we are because things can be going on in our lives and we can look back and have done very miraculous things despite those challenges. So, so we're really rewiring our belief system about the possibility that we have in one life to do as many things as we as we desire and are possible despite any condition mm-hmm. that we we encounter right which is a, you know instantaneous manifestation if we take it to the highest level and it's not to say that we're taking anything away in doing that what we're doing is we're adding to mm-hmm. we're adding to the experience and you know something else I've learned and not to get too far off track, but I think this is an important consideration of this whole journey is it is divinely timed. Yes. Yes. We're pushing up against the universe's timing, which is very unknown and, and within and of itself is perfect. Because if we accept that we might have a, a difficult challenge in our lives, because we have all of these contracts with other people that we are influencing or are meant to influence us, then we have to also consider their timing in how things are going to unfold. And and I get this so much in session where, you know, people will ask their guides, um, well, when is this going to happen for me? Or when should I launch this or do that? And they say, well, you will be inspired to move at the moment you're meant to because the collective is ready to receive what it is you're here to offer. 
And right. to sink into that and live your life that way, it, it's like a huge letdown of stress and, you know, uh, inorganic living, I believe, that we've been doing for such a long time. And it's taken me a long time to get there. And I'm not perfect by any means. But to flow with the readiness of things when they want to come about is, mm-hmm. is a whole different way of looking at your life. Oh, yeah, no rushing, no pushing, no forcing anything. Um, It was like you and I were talking about, you know, us coming together today. You know, I I took a little time off on and off in the last few weeks or so, and and you have too in in different ways. And so I didn't push it. I was kind of like, you know what, if I don't feel like doing this today, I'm not going to do it. I'll know when it's right and Mm -hmm. flow with it instead of forcing or pushing something to happen. And um, I think that's a really good point. Uh, Divine timing has been a a huge theme that's been coming up a lot lately, just trusting that everything is going to happen in beautiful timing. I don't, you know what I mean? That's Mm -hmm. another state of uh, cultivated surrender as well. (laughs) That is, uh, is important on this journey. And, yeah, because um, we can try to command anything we want into our mm-hmm. lives, but we're still vulnerable to become uprooted by some unexpected event that we didn't know was going to occur. So, you know, we, we, we really have to stay open to where the universe wants to carry us, and it's always carrying us to the right and best places, even when we don't even if it doesn't that. seem like it in, in the moment, in a, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> right, right. Yeah. Uh, broaden the 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 perspective is what I I have tried to do in moments when I'm like, really now why you know um, is just surrender, soften, widen, <laughs> broaden mm-hmm. the perspective. Um, Michaela, I want to take some questions from the webcast yeah. and and. We may take some live callers at star two to raise your hand. Um, we may do that as well. But a lot of people have written in. Um, so is there anything else that you want to cover based on this topic, though, in terms of information before we take some questions? Well, we could open up so many new doors and different avenues <laughs> <laughs> to explore. That would take a lot of time. But I think, I think let's go with the questions, and I, they'll, they'll open up regardless. Okay. Um I'm going to go to Sara. Hi beautiful Sara from Berkeley. Um she said and Sara is a beautiful member of this community who's here often. Um I've missed you Sara. Um I did not know this. She said she was hit by a truck and in severe pain. She mm-hmm. said I've asked a lot of folks what is this supposed to bring me? Several several other major injuries in life. She said, I'm confused about this one, and it's causing major problems in the family taking care of me. I've been accused of being a little sharp. Uh, Gee, in this kind of pain and frustration, I've only been a little sharp. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Cindy, you said, Sarah. Yeah, so what can you share with Sarah um, in this situation? So so we're working with Mary Magdalene. And, And The question that you're asking is one that we know deserves an answer, yet you're approaching it from such a linear perspective on planet Earth. If you open your mind a little bit, we want you to consider that material energy is always shifting, 
And even in the moments where we believe something has gone wrong, alchemy is taking place beneath the surface to blossom into something far better and well-suited to where we are headed. But relationships are always going to be a huge part of our experience of the body, and this is why. It is not just the patterns of the past in, in relationship to our blood lineage that, that are important, but it's how we see ourselves in each present moment as offering the love that we weren't able to receive. In, in other words, this theme of, of love that all of you come to, to somehow um, up-level, it's embedded within every single human timeline. And we often don't feel we are receiving what's necessary for us to heal or to move to the next level, when in fact, this has been the case throughout space and time. That ability to love the one in pain needs to be found within every single human soul. And the second it is, you will see that all of the deviant acts on planet Earth originate from the experience you're having now. So we have to move through these periods of time knowing that it all starts within us. We can put as much blame as we want on the outer world, but we are offered opportunities to self-know at the deepest level when we are in crisis. And we're often taken away from things that would complicate that self-knowing. So we've been given an opportunity to heal in a very restricted way that our soul is resistant to when, in fact, deep down, there is a blessing to be found that can't be calculated in one or two sentences. Because as the experience unfolds, you are going to become someone new in each moment. And that's what we want you to appreciate. So, so it is more important to your soul when you transition to have been prominently in each present moment as opposed to attempting to figure out the reason why something happened before you get to the other side. Mm -hmm. And if that's something that you can keep in mind, you will gain all of the wisdom that we already know is going to be received. Yeah. Renewal re revelation again and again and again. Right? And, mm -hmm. um, and yes. This, Sarah, oh the, the, gosh, energy, the, the energy of the physical body right now is such a huge theme. Um, mm -hmm. We all know here in this community that we've witnessed the possibility of, of miracles where people have been in a car accident and were given a very uh, ugly diagnosis and stood up and, and walked again. And it's not that we're being um, challenged to, to live those beliefs so much as we're given an opportunity to feel the relationship between our spiritual self and our physical self. And that's happening across the board. So, so even if we look back the last couple of years, there have been a lot of terrible things that have happened on planet Earth to, to humankind. And all of these things have within them embedded the same purpose, and that is to become an embodied representative of light an embodied mm -hmm. spirit on planet Earth. So mm -hmm. so that's what I think these, these – Through greater and greater challenge. Yeah. And yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I don't think it will be – I think it will be short-lived for her. First beautiful, Sarah. Yeah, mm -hmm. I think, you know, 
for those of us who are in communities like this, um, it can sometimes feel like really another, yeah. <laughs> you know, um, a big challenge, you know, a big wave of challenge. And, you know, it's just for the purpose of everything that you just shared and, um, as challenging as that can be. So, Sara, we're sending you lots and lots of love. Um, I'm going to go to Michalia from the UK. Um, she said, hi, wonderful ladies. I was diagnosed with multiple sclerosis, and my journey through the pain and disability has come to me now finally on a soul level that this was part of my journey to loving myself and exploring myself emotionally, which has assisted me to, re to release the whole lot and become uh, a very compassionate, loving person. Yes, it's basically a comment, but it's, 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 it's such a huge, huge point that, um, we're all experiencing this. So, Macalia, thank you for sharing that. Anything you want to add, uh, Michaela, to what she is mentioning? Oh, I think that sums up the yeah. entire soul's journey right there. But, but it does right. in this timeline take a very physical approach. And I think the physical body is here as a barometer to the amount of love that we have for ourselves first and then are able to extend outwards. And, mm -hmm. and certainly it's because of all of the suppressed trauma that we came in to address. And, and you know, you made the point that a lot of people in your community would say, oh, why me, why again? And I get that because in my community it's the same thing. But mm -hmm. at some point we have to realize that it is our bandwidth and capacity to work on behalf of the collective that we're having these personal journeys. And, and ultimately, we came with so much potential to harmonize with all of these themes that are taking place within the human condition that through our very lives, we're making the biggest changes. So sometimes we have to experience the things that are going to take us to the next level because unbeknownst to ourselves, it's really not about us. It's, it's mm -hmm. about the, the whole. We're a part of that whole. And and we're such a huge contributing factor to that whole. So the guys would say very evolved souls will go through many transitions in one life. And in fact, in the channel transmissions, they said a soul will die and reincarnate many times within one lifetime. Mm -hmm. and, and I feel that, I feel that personally, that, you know, I've had the death of my soul in, in one identity and, and yeah. awakenings to being someone completely different within myself <laughs> yes. and then within the world. And then I look back, I look back and I see how important this was to mm -hmm. the teaching. Um, and I'm not sure, you know, um, what you do in the world, if, if anything, and that matters not. But what I found for me is it's, it's building a new vocabulary uh, mm -hmm. beyond a, a possibility of associating with people in a more compassionate and vulnerable way. So mm -hmm. so I'm learning the, the vocabulary and the information that I need to do my work through my personal journey, which makes a lot of sense. But, yeah, I'd rather not sometimes. <laughs> you know, I'd rather not sometimes. But also it's so valuable because I wouldn't have done half of the things that I've done yeah. if I had not been forced to do them in one mm -hmm. way or another. 
Mm-hmm. I love what you said about, you know, it's like we, we've we kind of been reborn so many times in our lives, and it's really just a renewal of our identity after going through crisis or trauma or um, challenge. And, you know, it's like when we refer to memories of the past, and you, and you, you tell someone, God, that seems like a different lifetime. It seems like a different life. And it was. It was a different identity of us, you know previous to the exploration and the evolution of whatever we went through. And, mm-hmm. um, okay. Um, we have a lot of questions. So well, what I want to do, I want to talk about what you have available for people to take this journey further. Um, and then we'll come back to questions. So you have a really beautiful offering. You've never done this before. You have, um, four different offers, including a bundle package of your Lightworker Inner Circle um, recordings. And you've brought these forth each time that you're here. Um, so let's talk about them. They can be found at straighttalkforthesoul.com. Uh, click on our Marketplace link and you'll see Michaela's beautiful face. Click on her picture and you will come across these four offers. So the first three are standalone offers. Um, the Lightworker Inner Circles are, describe what these are <laughs> for people who yeah, may be new, new to them. So if you're new to my work, um, the guys will offer a course transmission. And these, uh, again, divine times come out of nowhere. And, and they really are approaching the themes that are going on within all of us and, and on the planet. So they're very supportive of the time that we're in. Um, and these three in particular came through last year, and I think they're brilliant in terms of fitting together because so many of us are struggling with our soul journey. We're asking, why in the world would we have incarnated? during this period of time. And we're also awakening to so much of our cosmic lineage and all these gifts and abilities and don't know what to do with them. So so these courses are chock full. They're all, they're 100% channeled with hours and hours of channeling, but they're chock full of stories. Uh, Mary Magdalene mm-hmm. goes into some of the stories of her past lives. Um, they offer um, wisdom and teachings, but especially meditations and activations. So you move a lot of energy. <laughs> and, um, and there are groups. So we have Facebook groups for each of these courses, um, as well as my larger group, where I tend to anything that comes up. So if you're in the midst of a course and um, have some questions about what the guys are saying and um, need some clarification or even have an experience that you need clarification on. I'm always popping in there and channeling for people, you know, personal information, course information. So mm-hmm. as a standalone, each of them are wonderful, but but we'll talk about them together in a moment. So, so the first um, package is uh, Inner Circle 21, which is entitled Your Galactic Lineage, Walking Between Worlds. Many, many guides came through here. We had Mary Magdalene, the Pleiadians, the Council of Light, among others. And and this is really about um, knowing that you come from somewhere else. And so many of us here are beginning to distinguish the difference between ourselves on Earth and on other planets and think that maybe it would be better if we were living on Pleiades. <laughs> <laughs> And so this whole course is designed to help us remember that all of those lifetimes are available to us in the here and now and how to tune into that energy and put it to really good use. Because to know about our cosmic lineage is one thing, but to able to but to be able to actually use it is another. So over eight, ten hours of channeling here, taking us through a variety of different um, teachings and processes. One of my favorite transmissions in this one is through the Council of uh, 
I'm sorry, to the Pleiadians. It's called the synthesis of creation. And it, it really gets into the detail of how we come from a billion other sparks of light and how we create this story based upon all the other stories that we've played out. So, so that one's available in the first mission that came through last year was focused on the physical body. So all of the stuff that we're talking about is through the Council of Athena. So it has a divine feminine kind of a flair. Um, and it's entitled The Secret Code, Ancient Rituals for Health and Longevity. So if you're someone who's focused right now on disease of the physical body in any way, you'll really love this course. It, it really goes into the understanding of disease and karma um, and how in the ancient lifetimes they approached healing, which is completely different. And we have to get rid of all these beliefs that we have, which is another part of this course. So the guides take us through a very lovely series of transmissions that start internally on the energy centers and take us to the external world mm -hmm. and the physicality and the material. So I absolutely loved that course. There's a lot of <laughs> I love that it's not just information. I mean, there's a lot of healing and movement of energy and i mean yeah. it's a it's a beautiful combination of bringing forth so much information and wisdom plus the potential for relief <laughs> and healing uh -huh. at the yeah. same time so. and actually the emotional connection uh between the body and the soul is one of the more important themes of this this transmission and yeah there's a lot of emotional release going on which is important i think that's mm -hmm. an important thing to do to heal um so the third option is Inner Circle 23, and that's the newest one entitled The Soul's Journey, A Love Story with the Universe. I absolutely loved this course. I love them all. I always say that. But this one in particular <laughs> just hit me very specially. It's through the Ascended Masters. And so we had different Ascended Masters come in and teach different areas of the soul's journey, which was very unexpected. So, for example, we start with Archangel Michael who takes us from our decision to move from the heavens into our mother's womb and what it's like to come through and take that first breath and what is the oversoul observing in all of that. So we get this kind of um, uh, overarching viewpoint of what the oversoul sees and expects and what our soul is meant to go through and how that relates to our journey here. Um, and, of course, there's, there's very intense work in each of these areas of life. So we go through infant, uh, our beginning as an infant through childhood and into adolescence. There's a beautiful transmission through Kuan Yin about how we are connected to nature and how walking through life provides those crucial instincts as to how we are all connected as one. Um, so much good here. Even even about the body, there, there are parts of this transmission that are definitely highlighting the body and, and hormones and that balance. But what I really loved at the end was through the Elohim, we got a glimpse into what it's like to transition and to merge back again. And this was a very detailed uh, channeling about that whole process. And it was so wow. beautiful. So, so beautiful. So, so the final package is putting them all together, which, you know, imagine going from your cosmic lives, straight into the body, and then understanding the whole reason for any of it. <laughs> that's basically what this package does. And and that's probably over, I would say, 30 hours of wow. 
Yeah, wow. meditations, activations, and you get mm. a lifetime access to these on my website. So you can listen to them over and over as many times as you want, but you also inherit a soul family because so many yeah. others are doing it with you. And that's, right. I think, the best part, you know. Mm-hmm. We make those connections with others who are doing the courses and going through the same thing we are. So Beautiful. Michaela, someone was asking, they may not be in front of their computer, um, the mm-hmm. titles of these classes. So the first one was um, Your Galactic Lineage. Um, walking the, Between Worlds. Walking Between Worlds. The second one, uh, Michaela. Um, the Secret Code, Ancient Rituals for Health and Longevity. And then the third one? Is um, The Soul's Journey. Okay. A Love Story with the Universe. Wow, what a what a beautiful compilation. <laughs> and, and yeah, there's a lot there for those of you who want to explore um all of this. And as always, we have the three pay option if you want to pay this over three months. There's so much to explore here. So Michaela, thank you. This is the first time we've done um a bundle option. So what a great bundle. Um <laughs> you know, it really is. So Thank you, my dear, for that. Oh. And um, I want to go back to questions. Um, sure. Okay. Uh, so many people have written in. I want to go back to where I was. Okay. Um, um, Isha just said, um, when we listen to the transmissions, will we dissolve karma as well? Well, it's don't necessarily think the point is to dissolve the karma and this Mm -hmm. is why it's so purposeful and what we're here to experience but what you will release in in these transmissions is the density that we create around the karma so so remember there's a predestined plan it's not designed to suffer but it is interfacing with the human condition And we get to raise that plan up into various dimensions and octaves of experience. And so that's perhaps what this is designed to do. But what I love about the soul's journey is we go through these various time periods, for example, of of the soul's incarnation. And that definitely was focused on uh, patterns and, and inorganic interference that we have with the true expression of who we're meant to be and the experience that we're meant to have because, unfortunately, we do have a lot of that. Um, If you're looking at the secret code, which is focused on the physical body, there's a lot of breath work in there. And I personally, just because it's been my experience, believe that the breath is the key to shifting anything in your body 100% because it's the carrier of all life. So, So breath is the first step in human health and and bodies and any emotional Mm -hmm. suffering, disease, for example, uh, when we start running that life force differently, we're apt to change our entire reality. And it isn't necessarily, again, taking the karma away, but it can accelerate our process of it, meaning we're going to draw in all of those things from, from the source field that we're meant to experience people, places, um, modalities, right, all of the reasons why we walk Mm -hmm. these timelines. So, yeah, absolutely, I think the breath work is key. Um, It helps to bring in a little Mm -hmm. more peace. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, Maria, she was asking, so it's recordings and Facebook, yes, and the dates. These are recorded, uh, Maria, so you will have instant access to them. 
they're available as soon as you um, purchase the offer. And um, okay, I'm going to go to well because this kind of ties in with what you were just sharing, Lacey from mm -hmm. Ontario. Hi, Lacey. Um, said hi lovely lady is so grateful for all of your wonderful insights um do you have any recommendations for softening in the moment of stress like breath work <laughs> or what do you mm -hmm. use in the exact moment that you feel overwhelmed with your situation so the key that the guides bring in always is we have to slow down and we have to pause so so in order to soften we have to give ourselves chance, the opportunity to interject that into our thought process and our emotions. And and we're not apt to do that just because we've grown up in a situation where we've learned fight or flight as our norm. So, so here in this timeline, everything that we've manifested in society, unfortunately, has a foundation of fear built within it. So, so we're used to acting from fear in order to find safety. But if we want to soften and remember that we are safe, we have to push back on acting a little mm -hmm. bit, meaning we can't hastily jump to doing, which is not my nature at all. And I will <laughs> tell you, I've worked on this for years, and it's, it's really gotten me to, the, to a good place where I am today because I am someone who believes that I can change anything in my reality by doing. And, and I've done this my entire life. So it's very unnatural for me to sit still and surrender and to not do something to change. Um, so uncomfortable, in fact, <laughs> that <laughs> it was a long lesson for me. But, but what happens in that silence or in that space, what, what you might find and what I found is that that angelic presence is naturally there. So, so even though I think sometimes we have to force it, meaning we have to remind ourselves we're safe, and we are doing the best that we can and everything's going to be okay. I naturally notice that when I still myself and don't jump to conclusions, that mm -hmm. voice just comes up and it surprises me actually. And I wonder who was that? Where, where did that come from? <laughs> um, so we have to allow that presence to be with right. us. So if we're talking about the oversoul or whatever, the higher self, our, our angels, our team, I believe it's all one and the same. Um, we have to give that voice an opportunity to emerge. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I, I agree with all of that. We soften in the silence. We soften in the serenity. But that can take practice. <laughs> mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but the rewards are so beautiful. And, um, yeah, that's a big theme today is this softening, this idea of softening. Um Toward you know, ourselves, um, to our circumstances, others, everything. I want to I want to bring the 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 concept of divine time into this just real mm -hmm. briefly as well because I think it's important. And you know, I'll tell you what I've noticed about my own journey, uh, having been with an astrologer for as many years as I have. Uh, mm -hmm. If we believe in astrology and we use that as a tool, we can see these various vibrational influences coming in and out and and strengthening and weakening. And I have butt my head up against the wall trying to heal myself of things that would not release until the time was right. So if that's the case, a better option 
is to soften and be in the moment with what mm-hmm. is without trying to control it because that's where the grace and ease comes in and that's where we're actually influencing the karma because the karma isn't about the disease or the pain or the condition. The karma is about the energy surrounding it. Mm-hmm. So we continue to suffer on planet Earth because we are injecting the same vibration of suffering into every experience which I know it, it, I'm making it sound way too easy, uh, and I'm not here to claim that it is. It is not easy, but it's just a different way of thinking. It's a new perception that we have to introduce into our lives slowly, is that if this is here, if this has a beginning, then it also has an end. And I might not know when that end is, but I'm going to step back and be the observer and have the best experience possible until that time arrives. And so that's a new theory that I've adopted into my life with, with really all kinds of things that happen mm-hmm. to me. Um, and it's a more conscious way of being in touch with that voice because it's always going to give you information, energy, wisdom, uh, regardless of what you find in the outer world. So it's not just about what we are um, manifesting in physical. It, it's about... Mm-hmm all of the stuff we're receiving internally as well. Yeah. Yes. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Um, Okay, Michaela, I'm going to go to our next question. It's from Linda. Uh, Linda said, my life has been through many of the harshness uh, mentioned, but I truly believe it all had a purpose to help others. Um, Almost 20 years ago, the knowledge of the Palladians came to my awareness, and since then, um, so many collectives have come to me. Is there any message that comes forth to you from who I might best lift the consciousness for the highest and most benevolent, benevolent good in this present time? Thank you so much for this gathering. Um, any any message that comes forth for Linda, uh, and mm-hmm. it sounds like this is regarding, you know, the collectives, Palladians, um, mm-hmm. and how she might benefit others so so what you should remember is that within your dna every single race throughout the cosmos uh, exists it has been seeded so those genetic patterns they run very deep but we are all timed differently to intersect with our cosmic lineage and history when Mm -hmm. it's appropriate for us to either shift our timeline or to create something that supports others and it is never a stagnant relationship. So these um, connections that we're making to the Pleiades and beyond, um, they are going to continue to grow for some of us because we are becoming more multidimensional ambassadors and representatives mm-hmm. for these various energies. So as a healer, for example, or perhaps as an oracle, someone who's a conduit for these different messages and, and frequencies, uh, you are improving the bandwidth of connection that you have in order to address an entire collective. And this is a big shift we notice going on within many mm-hmm. who consider themselves light workers these days. There's been a propensity to connect one-on-one with individuals. And while that is still important for many of you, uh, we see a great many also shifting into more collectively aligned mm-hmm. offerings. And these have to be a blend of many voices and and many different 
cosmic families in order to support the change that is taking place at the level of the DNA. So, mm -hmm. so your DNA is facilitating a greater change that's allowing you to accept energies from multiple directions and dimensions to assist planet Earth. Mm-hmm. Yes, 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 yes. And um, I love the phrasing that you used, you know, um, multidimensional ambassadors and oracles mm -hmm. and conduits and so many of the beings that participate in a community like this, that's what you are. And I love that you said, yeah, we're broadening the bandwidth to connect with these collectives and what a beautiful gift to do that. So, um, Linda, thank you. And I'm going to go to um, Sherry. Sherry said, what about betrayal? Um, how can we grow gracefully through it rather than getting stuck in the story of betrayal? What we must remember, and this is Mary Magdalene, actually, who says, what we must remember is that a betrayal is often a very quick universal redirection because our consciousness has expanded enough to see something that was always there that we were not able to recognize. And, and ultimately, wow. we make it very personal because mm -hmm. we want to place blame and judgment upon those who betray us. But those soul contracts, they have a timing as well. And things fall apart in order to come back together. So the perspective we apply to any betrayal becomes the healing potential of it in our future. And what we're attempting to do also is to see ourselves as a part of that experience that was very elemental to be had. In other words, sometimes souls have to go in different directions for a reason most unknown to change in some way and prepare itself for a future unknown. Oh, that's brilliant. That's beautiful. Mm -hmm. What what a great perspective that it's like an immediate or a quick redirection. Like <laughs> that is um, yeah. And, and so we are human. exposing a lot. We're yeah. exposing a lot right now. So this is a yeah. this is an age of transparency, and it mm -hmm. is not easy because, as we we mentioned, that that bandwidth of consciousness when it expands, we see more things that we don't want to see, and we realize things about people that we never understood before, and that can wow. hurt us very deeply. But it's more information to work with because we are becoming new humans constantly. And especially those who are on this broadcast, uh, I know you are working on yourself spiritually. And, and that comes with sometimes, I don't like to use this word, but, but con vibrational consequences. So, so we're the glue that holds everything in our lives. And if we just did some profound healing on ourselves that releases a pattern from the past, and we had a relationship with someone that was influencing that pattern or was drawn in as a magnet to it, we're going to see exactly what was going on very quickly. And it's ultimately um, an opportunity to affirm how far we have come, mm -hmm. not distrust in our judgment. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yes. It's a cosmic thing. gift. This redirection um, mm -hmm. from betrayal is a cosmic divine gift um, redirecting us, you know, into a higher timeline potential that would not be available with that particular individual. Mm -hmm. um, and, and just a, a lack of... Um, 
um, resonance, <laughs> you know. Um, so, wow, what a great question. Quickly. That's mm -hmm. happening quickly in this timeline, and we can see it up yeah. across the globe. And, it, yeah, it's not easy. It's, it's happening in families. It's, it's happening in friend groups and in relationships. It's mm -hmm. just because we're moving so quickly through space and time. It, it's sometimes difficult for us to keep up, especially if we're evolving ourselves. So we see a lot of people in this community feeling very alone. And the guides say that won't last for long, but what's going on truly is that we're having a hard time holding on to people, places, things, material that matches the vibration that's changing exactly. so, so immensely. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay, next question is from Deborah from Wheeling. Uh, she said, I've had vertigo since August 2020. I've relieved some of it through food and supplements. Now I've added chiropractic and acupuncture care. This has limited my passion of working with um, parents as a parenting coach um, and my graphic design business. I'm now limited working on the computer because of dizziness. Continue to strive for relief. Any ideas for the reason or my lesson in all of this? Mm. So we're bringing in several different guides and collectives here. We're especially working with the Arcturians right now. So we see several different reasons why this is taking place. So, so we want to address both the physical and also the vibrational considerations. Um, when we are purifying our bodies, so when we're changing our diet, for example, we are going to become far more sensitive to anything either within our bodies or that we ingest that no longer matches the level of purity that we've accepted into our lives. And sometimes this can throw us into a hyper detox where we believe the vertigo is, is taking place because something is wrong when in fact we're detoxing at such a rapid pace that we're having symptoms that make us feel sick. So sometimes what we have to do is either speed up in the direction of that purity, meaning we're going to take even more steps to become um, pure and clear in how we interface with not only the physical world, food, water, for example, but conversations, relationships that we invite in, music that we listen to, all of these things are a contributing factor. Mm -hmm. Or slow down a little bit in what you're attempting to do in the body and give it a chance to catch up. We do have to rest sometimes to allow these integrations to take place. But also we want to point out that the man-made frequencies that are very unnatural on planet Earth have increased twofold and threefold in some areas. So if your level of sensitivity increases and man-made frequencies that are not meant to be in your experience also increase, then we're going to have experiences like this. The Earth even is very unstable because of the, the tug of war that's going on within her versus on the surface. We're speaking of electromagnetics here. So it may take periods of time where you are detoxifying from electromagnetic fields in order to bring your body back into balance. And look at unknown sources that may be causing this problem. Sometimes we're using advanced technologies that are spiritually sound but are still plugging into a man-made environment that's bringing frequencies into the body that aren't serving us. So we have mm -hmm. to take an inventory of all of those things. Ultimately, what we want to affirm is that this is a very important path for your soul to take. You are making a huge transition in the work that you're doing. So to have this experience and especially to work with families or children is going to be important mm -hmm. in your future. Mm -hmm. 
Beautiful. Deborah, my dear, I hope that you heard that. That was beautiful, Michaela. Um, <clears throat> next, um, I'm going to Melissa. Hi, Melissa. Um, she said, um, I started out enjoying the conversation as it's right where I am. And then this overwhelming, the overwhelming tears started to flow. My soul dog recently crossed over and it triggered the loss of my son and the realization of all my family and friends on the other side. Abandonment seems to be my life issue. And each time there's a loss, I create a serious physical illness to overcome. Uh, the gut-wrenching pains are unbearable, even though my spirit knows life is eternal. Um, my level of sensitivity is very intense, um, and I cannot tolerate hearing or witnessing harm. Can you please speak to how I can shift this? So this is Divine Mother. She says, you've already pointed out to us exactly what is going on. To be this connected to every human soul on mm -hmm. planet Earth and beyond is going to cause you to feel that connection even when it is not physically present. And the validation of that within you, we believe, is the most important piece. Because when we negate the, the truth of our gifts or the power of our service, our body is going to feel that negation on a very um, extreme level. It isn't necessarily that we negate the emotion of the loss that we feel because any transition of this magnitude is going to be difficult to handle. But as an angelic soul, you have been an ambassador moving these various humans between realms in other lifetimes. So here you are today experiencing it in a different way, perhaps to help others in their own transition. Because regardless of how you feel about where you stand today, we see tremendous growth and progress in who you've become through every loss and every transition. It is just that you are doubting that that has happened. So anytime there's an illness, we have to look deep within us after the conversation that we're having that resounds through our heart and is is felt in our voice and the cells pick up on with such intensity and leave ourselves the space and time to process what has happened. It is no different a beloved pet or a son, even though we, we see the difference in the relationship on the physical plane. That angelic relationship between spirit and between earth is still incredibly profound opening yourself up to receive those messages and then also to share them with others is what we most advise. Mm. Beautiful, beautiful. <laughs> again mm. and again. Mm -hmm. um, Melissa, sending you so much love. Thank you for being with us and I hope that you heard that. <laughs> Lacey mm. wrote in and said, using silence to soften into the serenity of source to open the stairway of stillness to the portal of peace. This community wow. always <laughs> always makes me <laughs> want to write poetry. Thank you both for the divine timing of this conversation. Beautiful, Lacey. I love, love that. But the melody, the soulful melody, it's like, yeah soul music, your poetry, when you you do it so well, I see. Um, let's see, Sherry, she's the one who asked about the betrayal. She said, 
A-W-E, amazing, all amazing, with a ton of exclamation points. Um, Linda wrote back in to say, that was so beautiful and profound. Thank you so much. Your graciousness and plausible explanation was so encompassing for us all. So much love, light, and gratitude. So grateful to be a part of this wonderful gathering. We're so grateful to have you, Linda. Um, mm-hmm. Um, Aaron um, from Michigan said, uh, hello, I've taken two of the three series offered. They were transformational. I love participating in Michaela's transmissions, and you can return to them again and again. There's something new every time for me. Thank you, Michaela and Carrie, for this lovely show. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Aaron, for the comments and for being with us. Um, sorry, you know, we're back in. Oops, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, so Aaron makes a good point that I left out when I talked about mm-hmm. the courses is they're quantum. So they change as you change. And that's the miracle of what the guides provide in the channeling is we can return to a transmission two years later and mm-hmm. hear things that we never heard before exactly. that perfectly apply to the life that we have now. And, uh, yeah. And that's exactly. So many times, that's- so many times. Yeah, that's why it's so beautiful to have the opportunity to have access to them again and again. And I find that on this show, Michaela, people write in and we keep the, you know, we keep the um, recordings up all season and then they're on mm-hmm. iTunes. And, you know, someone will say, oh, I listened to a show and then three months later I listened to it again. I totally heard a different show. <laughs> because mm-hmm. you know yeah. they were in a different space their consciousness had expanded and so they were hearing different levels and layers of the conversation that um bypassed them or that they didn't connect with the first time so um that's certainly the the case with yours so um to have this library <laughs> this cosmic library of information is a real gift um to have so thank you. Was that Aaron who shared that? Yes, it was Aaron. Aaron. Um, Sara, who is the one who got hit, was in that accident um, that wrote in earlier and wasn't sure why. Um, she said, thank you both. That really helps. Um, I'm good to wait for this flower to unfold. If it benefits mm. the collective, then okay. Uh, this was another opportunity for me to leave, but I stayed to help. My partner says I seem more of an obligation, feel more of an obligation to stay, and she's meaning on this planet, than mm-hmm. a want. Um, she said that is true. I'm eager to help, but that requires working in a different way, and I'm impatient for that to begin. Mm. You know, we're all feeling that right now, and I, I, I'd love to speak to this because mm-hmm. I, I just had a really powerful channeling come through Mary Magdalene, and she she said that in, in today's reality, we are all upgrading our extrasensory. So our knowing is coming so quickly. And where we stand today is so completely different to where we intuit we must go or what we must fulfill in the future. But what we have to remember as we filter this through the mind is that uh, a soul's incarnation is made of a million small steps. And so all of the steps that you've taken to get to where you stand today were things that you probably didn't know you were going to do. You didn't know that this accident was going to happen, so we have no idea what the future is going to hold. But it's all programmed within our body, within our spirit, within our consciousness. So we're here to have a joyful experience of our mission, 
beyond the responsibility of mm-hmm. the mission itself. And, and I know so many people who feel that way. And I've felt that way um, myself at times. But if we step back from everything we believe we have to do to change the planet, what we'll see is all of the change that's taken place in our own life has been the most important contribution. All of the rest of it is really a, a side advantage <laughs> of why we're here because we're going to do it anyway. We're going to do it anyway. So if we're going to do it, we might as well have the most joyful and profound experience of it that we possibly can and get into the creativity of what delights and excites our soul, mm-hmm. um, filled with wonder and appreciation, yeah. right, mm-hmm. for, for being mm-hmm. here at all. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Well, and to take the opportunity every morning to intend for that makes a huge mm-hmm. difference. Um, I do it. I've been doing it every morning for so many years, and mm-hmm. especially when you're going through challenging times, it really helps direct your attention to gratitude and praise and joy and you know, when it could be easy to focus on the opposite and it helps Mm -hmm. you ride those waves and, and really find joy even in the midst of heartache. Um, and I speak to that very personally with what's going on with losing my mom. Um, you know, I still find joy every day and gratitude and by choice and, but then Mm -hmm. still feel the waves of grief that, that come along as well. And, and I know a lot of you from what I'm glancing with a lot more of you who've written in, there are people feeling a lot of pain, Michaela. And, you know, they're mm-hmm. so grateful for the call and, and all of these things, you know, because it does soften it. Um, so anything else you want to share on that with regard to whether it's emotional pain people are going through, physical, it just seems like we're getting more people writing in about that. Mm-hmm. It's okay for us to take care of ourselves when we're in pain. And and I think that's a very simple rule of thumb that those of us in this community have to follow because our hearts are so big and we are here to serve. And so we can easily put that first and not realize that the the pain or the experience that we're having is calling us to a certain profound experience within ourselves. And those things are just as necessary and serve just as much as everything else that we're here to do. And I think in general on planet Earth, the physical body, emotional pain, all of that stuff is coming to the surface because it has to purge. It's been suppressed for so long. So Mary Magdalene always says, if you're in pain, feel the pain to the highest degree. But be kind to yourself while you do it because that's what will move it along. And, and yes. let it move through. I think we've been taught we can't be um, upset about our experience. You know, we can't feel grief or loss or sadness for too long. And, and the guys just The sooner it. you do, the sooner you ride that wave. I find that music helps me if I know, like, oh, God, mm-hmm. here comes a wave of this grief. Listen to music, and then that just helps it come out. And I'm like, okay, I rode the wave. All right. <laughs> you know, it's just so important not to suppress any of that. And um, 
Um, I'm going to read a few more comments here, Michaela. Mm -hmm. um, Monica from New Zealand. Hi, beautiful Monica. Um, she said, hi, wise women. Thank you so much, Carrie and Michaela. What an amazing call. So informative, filled with wisdom and love. What a precious gift you both are. We'll need to listen again to assist, assist me to soften my pain. Thank you. We're so glad you're here, uh, Monica. Mm -hmm. And um, Linda from Maple Valley said, I have so much love overflowing through me to all that has come to light today and to all that are present here today. Thank you, ladies. I love you so much. Oh, love you too, Linda. Mm -hmm. And Melissa wrote back in. I wanted to read hers since she was the um, one you responded to. Um uh, I always love hearing you speak as it ignites my truth to honor myself. Yes, I have had everyone in my life transition, trying to trust the timing as I feel pushed to connect to a larger group and share the wisdom gleaned from all of my deep healing. I feel all the struggle of the earth and her inhabitants. This perspective has a profound effect on my spirit as I saw and felt the truth. But my my being feels so expansive in this moment. Thank you, Divine Mother, for your wisdom and compassionate care. I will listen again with the same absorbent focus as I just did as the awareness is profound. Pure love and blessings to us all. Beautifully shared, Melissa. Mm -hmm. Beautiful. Beautiful. There's been a lot here. I mean, there are a lot of layers of wisdom, love, information that's been expressed and shared here today, Michaela. Listen again. <laughs> um, and also, you know, we touched on a lot of these things. If you want to go deeper, that's why we have these beautiful special offers. And with Michaela's, they're so filled and so rich with greater wisdom. So if you want to, if you've enjoyed the wisdom and everything that's been shared and you want to explore that further, really consider um, these beautiful offers that Michaela has put together for you. So, um, Michaela, as we um, start to wrap up, anything that you're feeling guided to share? Mm. Just that, you know, we're here at this time to experience all of these things to usher in the new earth. And it isn't anything that's so descript as perfection. There are still going to be moments where we'll be challenged. And we're meant to see the things that are no longer resonant with our hearts. But the more we love and appreciate ourselves and we're able to hold that love and compassion for whatever we're going through, the, the easier the world is going to move with us and, and change. And I think that's what it's all about. It's what we signed up for. Uh, and you've done it before. We've all done it before. We've been here before. We've done it before. And we have to pull into that wisdom and that feeling to help us remember how powerful we truly are. Mm -hmm. mm. Wow. Thank you, my dear, for being mm, with me and with all of us today. It's just, it's always so, I mean, my heart just broadens, opens, and when we all come together like this and you just bring so much light and empowerment <laughs> to to us all. So uh, what an honor to have you back. Thank you. So, I love being here. Thank you for having me. 
Oh, yes. Door is always open. <laughs> so, um, okay. Thank you, Michaela, and to all of you who've joined us. Wow. Or who will join us. Thank you for the gift of your, your loving presence, your time, your readiness, your willingness. Um, just your light. Uh, it is a gift and an honor to have you with us. You're welcome to continue writing in. I know all of the, I still see more coming in. Let us know how you're feeling, what stood out for you, what feels different for you. And then really just open your heart and let the brilliant, bountiful, beautiful blessings continue to flow to you and soften you. Open, open, open to receive the, the benefits of everything that's been ignited within us and around us today. And again, please consider the wonderful opportunities to expand on this journey with Michaela and her special offers. You can find them and review them at straighttalkforthesoul.com in our marketplace. Uh, just remember, everyone, you are brilliant, you're resilient, you're beautifully, beautifully dear, and you're so loved, not only in this community, but um, on this planet. Uh, please know that. And thank you for joining us on this um really expansive, soulful adventure today. I am sending crystalline rainbow waves of new earth grace, glory, and gratitude from my heart to yours. May you feel it, receive it, offer it to those you encounter today um, or tonight, wherever you are in the world. And as always, until next time, please give yourself full permission to shine instead of shrink, express instead of suppress, and of course, own that amazing, powerful glow of yours. Take flight, beautiful, beautiful beacons of light, and I'll see you back here in this playground of light again tomorrow. Uh, see you then, everybody. Bye-bye.